0: All right, boys, I'm going to do something for you. I'm going to read the first six draft picks of our startup draft last year. You ready to rock? Let me know how they're doing this year. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. Meh. Saquon Barkley. Meh. Christian McCaffrey. IR. (laughs) Michael Thomas.
1: (laughs) Who? Dead. Who?
0: (laughs) Ezekiel Elliott. Hurt Yay. washed up piece of trash. Alvin Kamara. Hurt. Uh, yeah. I R dead. It is. It's nasty out there. <laughs> let's talk about it. Arson Wentz.
1: Better not suck penis, or I'm gonna kill myself. Yee-haw! Y'all boys, ready for this? Power, folks, let's get them around.
2: Follow the best sports talk in town. Got her host, Darren Timmons. And- Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's deal it
0: up for the guys in this league. De-ha! Word to you, mother. What's going on, everybody? Hope you are well. It is December 1st. So that for means for all you Christmas curmudgeons out there you are now forced to put up your Christmas tree.
2: That's right. Put them up. Let's put, see those lights.
0: Put up the Christmas lights. Come on, guys. It's that time of the year. It's that time of the year. Unless you have law school finals like me, then you literally cannot get into the Christmas spirit until those are done. Like, I cannot have any sheer of happiness right now. Like, it just it just doesn't feel right.
2: Head down, power through. You got it. Come on.
0: December 9th or 8th. 8th. 8th, I think, is my last one. Anyway, uh, yeah, you are not listening to a law school podcast or a Christmas podcast. You are listening to the This League Fantasy Football podcast, and we want to thank you for putting us in your ear holes this week. It is episode 35, and like I mentioned, it is the evening of December 1st, 2021. I am your usual host, and we got the usual gang, Chris Mitchum, owner of Team Fairlife. Hope you are doing well. We have Tim Raider, owner of the Mixon Administration.
2: Oh, Christmas time. It's here. It's month end. I don't know what day of the week it is, but let's go. Let's talk about fantasy.
0: Let's do this. And we got your boy, your in-house expert that lets you know every every week, Aaron Hunt, owner of Let Russ Cook. Did Carson Wentz suck penis this week? I'm going
1: to go with he did a little. Okay. He started to, then backed off, <sighs> and didn't get a lot of help.
0: Those are the worst. Do we have kinds? a running
2: tally on the year? <laughs>
0: we we, we, need, we to. need to go back. We need someone. Like someone 50, give 50. us a running tally. Or we yeah. need to like make a list and like make make like a matrix. Like a heat chart. Right. 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 Like, oh, his his sucking dick was awesome this week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carson Wentz. I know you're listening to this, man. Just uh, just just know you're being judged every week. Watching very close. On one scale. By Aaron. Who the Colts have next week? It's it's Houston week, baby. Ooh, T.Y. Houston coming out. Fire play. up your T.Y. Hilton's Clayton, because you have a lot to play for. Ayo, um, guys, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm starting to get those butterflies. I'm starting to get those playoff yeah. jitters that I didn't get to experience last year because you know my team died and sucked. But um, yeah, I'm getting those playoff butterflies. Like I know you guys did it last year. Like, what do I do? Like I'm super excited. I'm trying to plan ahead. I'm trying to think of every good scenario possible in my head that sees my team bringing home the nut.
2: Just hope and pray that you don't lose in the most dramatic fashion of the year. That (laughs) happened to me last year and it took me a full 14 calendar months to get over it. So we'll see, but that's, I would say that's my biggest piece of advice. Like you can hope and pray, you know, you're going to win. You're going to do good. But as long as you don't lose in dramatic fashion, you'll be able to sleep at night
0: never forget dude
1: never <laughs> i forget. never will be able to that was brutal man i think a piece of advice for me i'm going to potentially be getting a first round bye for the first time ever me and you both and brother. so i think week 15 i'm just not going to watch games honestly
0: because i'm going to be scared to death that somebody's going to get hurt ooh i didn't think of that yeah let's just like let's just meditate on week 15 <laughs> I'll go. I'll stay in church extra long since so I'm not going to be watching any football.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know what I'll do all day because normally guys, Sundays I'm just planted watching football. But
0: hey, I'll just go hang out with Hayden.
1: You guys should call call another uh, <laughs> another a game of where you don't have
2: any players in it. Get you back on the the broadcast booth.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. get us better than yeah. a twelve to six game with Jordan Love. Uh huh. I'll never forget that dude. Gosh. That was the worst experience of my life. Not trashing ColorCast. Great app. Great idea. But that was just a bad experience for me personally. Um, we have a great show for you to do this week. Week 12 review. I'm calling this week the, the injury week. There was a lot of death and sadness, and we're going to get into all of that. Then we're going to have a quick standings update. Two weeks, baby. Two weeks to the playoffs start. We're going to go over those scenarios, see – Uh, who's still alive, who's out of it, what needs to happen to achieve glory. Um, We're going to do the power rankings, the oh so beloved power rankings. And then the week 13 preview, arguably biggest week of the year, baby. Each week's the biggest week of the year. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. But before we get into all of that, it is drink of the week time. Aaron, I'm looking at you, man. So actually, before
1: this... Started. I went to Gugman House oh. and had a couple great beers there. Um,
0: yeah. Fantastic brewery downtown Indianapolis. Go check it did out. you see Charlie?
1: Uh I did actually, I think. Heck yeah Um, I don't know if she recognized me, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> and so uh I have to say to people who don't like know us, Charlie sounds like this mystifying hot chick that is like so mysterious. <laughs>
2: He's the greatest
0: beer tender in the world. Did you see Charlie? No, I didn't. Uh, I wonder if she remembered me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I had a couple beers there, so highly recommend them. Probably one of the best brewery in the city. So because of that, I'm just winding down with some good old H2O.
0: I feel it. I feel it. You got pre-lit. That's cool. Tim, what are we drinking?
1: Oh, I alluded
2: to it in my intro or whatever, but it's month end, you know,
0: we're coming up
2: on the end of the year, so I've got some Mio energy, a little extra caffeine to put me back to work after this podcast is over.
0: You going back to work after this?
2: Oh yeah, until I fall asleep at the computer.
0: Me too, man. I have a nice holiday mug for you here. Happy holidays. First time breaking it out because there is coffee in here with no alcohol, unfortunately um because i have law law school finals to study for i might mess around and even edit this tonight i don't know we'll see ne- chris with no sleep is a is a different animal for the people let me tell you all right we got coffee water and some energy stuff so this should be a lightning podcast no <laughs> no depressants this week uh unlike week 12 which was very depressing let's get into that As I mentioned earlier, um injuries. Like let's just let's just go around the horn. Let's just like I'll start Tim, you go, then Aaron, you go. Let's just start spitting out people that got injured next week this week. All right. I'll I'll go right. first, Dalvin Cook.
2: Oh, Christian McCaffrey, you left me the easiest one. That's
1: right. Uh gosh, there's like so many that I'm almost blanking. <laughs> just
2: look at my lineup.
0: <laughs> all right, look at my lineup. Hey. Uh, uh, DeAndre should, Swift. There you go. Um, uh, for 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 me, Darren Waller.
2: oh you still mine.
0: Um, all of that to say, I can't. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's more out there.
2: DK Metcalf
0: be. got her, I think, right? Yeah, Chris Carson. Stays oh, Darnell
2: dead. Darnell Anderson.
0: No, oh yeah, he did get her. Yeah, yeah. All yep. Of that to say, this week really sucked. Um, I was telling them earlier. Like, nobody should be talking about, like, oh, my poor team is so injured. Like, literally everybody's dying right now. It is a war of attrition. We say that so many times. That's why paying attention to the waiver wire, doing those trades, building your depth, especially at this time of the year, is so, so important. Um, But let's get into this Week 12 review. Our first game that we're going to get into, we had (laughs) the uh, seven-game losing streak coming in. Hayden... And country roads take Mahomes taking on a six and five Anthony team desperately in need of a win to really kind of keep his confidence high uh for a playoff spot.
2: Oh yeah. Anthony's still chasing a first round bye, technically not out of the running for that yet. So he he's he needs these wins. He's he's trying to win out here. Um, I think it's safe to just assume this at this point that this is the longest losing streak in this league history. Hayden could not get it done. Uh, he loses 116 to 90. That is, yes, an eight-game losing streak. Give it up for
0: it. give it up for the losing streak. That's that's mad. After driving.
2: starting starting two and two, he just rattles off eight losses in a row. Oh man. Okay, so no Mahomes, no James Connor for Hayden. You know, touchdown machine, and then hot and cold quarterback. But Cam Newton had a very nice Five for 21 passing stat line. Um, I saw that. I thought it had to be a typo because I think I could complete five out of 21 passes in the NFL. Like, surely some somebody's going to get a jump ball and catch one for me. I could
0: chuck it down to Christian McCat. Oh, wait.
2: Uh. <laughs> How about Amir Abdullah for you? Um, okay. The, so, I, I'll you know, for Hayden, you know, a couple of the future pieces look solid. The waddle rounding into form, target machine makes tour look good. Tour makes waddle look good. And then Friarmouth, um the muth. the muth. The muth himself. The best
0: I, rookie tight end this year.
2: Uh yeah. I didn't want to say it, but I'm, i was gonna say it. So <laughs> rookie tight end one, Pat Fryermuth for the future looks pretty solid. As Aaron um,
0: melts in his chair.
2: We'll get in we'll, we'll touch on that later. Don't trust me, I'll touch on that later. Um, but first off, let me take a step back here. We got a boo, Anthony. Give me a big old boo. Oh Ooh. yeah, boo, you stink. He texted, he thought Corey Davis was gonna play. Uh, he was ruled out, did not practice last week. Um, and I think at the time he said he went into work and Corey Davis was technically not ruled out. said his lineup thought he was fine and dandy. But Corey Davis was ruled out before the game. So Anthony did not field a full lineup. So he gets the booze. Also he still wins. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't really matter for him. And also, uh, Lamar Jackson had one of his worst performances to date. That was nasty. Four interceptions. I didn't even watch the game because on I've, Twitter I could tell it was disgusting.
0: I forgot what I was doing Sunday night, but I didn't watch the game either, and it looks like I did not miss a damn thing.
2: Yeah, 11.4 points, and that's just not what you expect from Lamar Jackson. Uh, quick check, was definitely the lowest score on his year this year. Uh, and then we got to say it: Cordero Patterson is the 2021 that guy. He's that dude. He's, he's that guy. He came back from his injury just apparently as a top running back in the NFL at 30 – 30 years old, um, two touchdowns and 108 yards. I mean, he's just, I remember when he went off earlier in the year and I didn't even consider spending any fab on him to pick him up. I just was like, nah, he had a good week. Nope. And I wonder how many of us thought exactly something like that. Didn't even put a bid on it said, "Ah, maybe if it lasts for three or four more weeks, like you got to see it more. And then, Anthony just – or actually, no, it was Zach, wasn't it, who picked him up, and then Anthony traded for
0: him. So, Does anybody want to guess how much fab Zach spent on him? Five. No, actually, shoot, it was Hayden. Hayden picked him up, traded him to Zach. Zach traded him to Anthony. I forgot about that. Okay. So anybody want to guess how much fab Hayden spent on him? September 19th, so that's probably week two, week one.
2: Uh, I'm looking, so I won't
0: guess. Aaron, I'm gonna you're... go five, 20 fab, 25 oh, 20. to pick 20 up the RB9. Is that what he is right now? Yeah, RB9 on the it. year. That is worth Nuts.
2: it. Yeah, and then Cordero Patterson got Hayden, a first round pick in the trade, and then he got Zach, uh, etn, and a second round pick in the trade. So he's he's been quite a few transactions in this league. Uh, last thing of note. I'll wrap it up here for Anthony. Darnell Anderson hurt his quad. You know, he, one of those guys who's kind of fragile, gets hurt a lot. He's not practiced yet this week. Um, Thigh quad issue. So we might see a little bit of Sony Michelle this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, Anthony wins that one, 116 to 90. The only thing, the only thing I want to say for Hayden, like, Jalen Waddle is just sneakily the wide receiver eleven right now. <laughs>
1: like, mm-hmm.
0: if I would have told you J- Jalen Waddle is a low end wide receiver one right now, I'd be like, no.
2: PPR machine, He's like with all like mid wide coaches. receiver
0: two, and wasn't his big thing in college? He was like a big play guy.
2: Oh yeah, speedster. Yeah, right. Downfield right. threat.
0: So all of a sudden, this dude's getting you know nine catches, like ten targets, <laughs> like that's that's pretty good. It's pretty pretty good business. But uh, anything to add here, Aaron? No,
1: nothing really. Um, Hayden's just one piece away from a win.
2: (laughs) Eventually, that streak's got to break. Eventually, the streak's got to break.
0: One piece away, baby. One piece away, Westfall. That is his nickname. All right, we're going to go on to the next battle here. Um, And it was the Battle of the Lightskins. Second one of the year. People love it. And, yes, I'm talking about your boy, Chris, and Team Fairlife coming in at 9-2. and Or, excuse me, uh, 8-2. and taking on, excuse, eight and three. geez, what am I doing? Taking on a Don team who was coming in at five and the six, desperately in need of a win to try to stay in the playoff race.
1: Yep, and when you start with this matchup, you look at the quarterback play, and both QBs, they played well. Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers had 30 or more points. Uh, Antonio Gibson for Don with a solid 23 points outside of that though not much else going on for Don's squad you had Godwin and McLaurin combining for 12 points you really need more than that and I feel like that's been a theme for the likes of Don Clayton this year um, Hayden sometimes to an extent it's those low point totals that you just you're not going to be able to compete if you barely get over a hundred or not even to a hundred. Um, for Chris, you got enough output of guys just hitting their floors. Um, you've just you've been steady in that regard this year. Uh, I'm really still waiting for another week like when you played me, where you got that 160 and you just solidified yourself as yeah, I'm that guy that has one of the top records in the league. I, you know, nobody disputes that you're good, but. Just need more of those pop weeks, so hopefully you have some more in, in you as the season concludes. Um, but, hey, you know, you'll take the win. Keenan Allen had 15, Zeke was 17, DJ Moore was 14, so those aren't bad point totals. Saquon only had nine, so that was a bit disappointing, but um, you want it, you know, pretty convincingly, 129 to, to 107, but if I'm reading you right and – just knowing you, I, I bet you're a little disappointed that you ha- didn't get more points
0: here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Especially when you consider, you know, my projection was 146. Uh, you know, kind of missed the target again. Um, real quick on me, then I really want to talk about Don's team because I have a lot of thoughts on that. Uh, but I, I am laying the gauntlet down right now. I, I am saying that my team is writing – on Saquon Barkley and his playoff performance. He has a fantastic schedule. I I just need that other guy. Like right now, my my, my formula is Josh Allen goes for 35, which happens more than not, <laughs> believe it or not. And then I just got the rest of the guys that, like you said, hit their floors, and that kind of gets me competitive. That's kind of my formula right now. I just need that other person that can, you know, get a 25, get a 30, to start knocking me up to that 140, 150 range. Uh, but for Don – there's 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 two reasons why i got lucky number one antonio gibson as i'm sure tim is very familiar with got poached for two tutties on monday night football one was like a 10 yard run one was a 12 yard run by mckissick if that happens don is breathing down my neck this week like thank god for jd mckissick because antonio gibson could have absolutely went nuclear if it wasn't for that guy. And number two, it's just, I feel like Don is maybe the only team in the league that struggles with this. He just did not have good lineup set. He, he didn't pick the right guys. I don't know how you're benching Elijah Mitchell against the Vikings. Uh, preach. Right. Um. You know, Odell Beckham, okay, yeah, I can understand benching him. Uh. But really, that, that, that Elijah Mitchell call, even Damian Harris to a certain extent, like I'm playing him over Miles Sanders right now. And I feel like that's not a big leap of knowledge correct me if I'm wrong but I, I'm do, I'm doing both of those I just feel like there's a there's a th- missing piece to Don's fantasy game that just like choosing the right guys in the right matchups knowing trends that could really potentially put him over the top and I think if he does that he wins this week so I'm not saying I got lucky my team played fine but um yeah I, I that that reflects for me in Don's power ranking personally for my spot. Um, I think I actually might have put him up this week because I just think he has the points there. It just was not very good management of those points. Anything to add, Tim? Before we move on, no, right, move on. All right, let's do this. Our next match up we had Aaron on top of the Chipotle division coming into this one eight and three taking on. Oh, Clayton coming in at this one at three and eight. Really aiming to put up over 100 points this week. Let's see if he could get it done. Um, but unfortunately, Aaron comes out of this one 122 to 75. Uh, and before I even get into any analysis. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, brother. Man. I just want to mourn for a little bit. This just sucks. This sucks so much for Clayton. We know the impact that Christian McCaffrey can have on a team, and he just has not had that really for almost two years now. You need that guy to be consistent. You need that guy to play games and get you points because that's how fantasy works. It just has not been done. So I just wanted to take a moment to touch on that and say our hearts are with you, Clayton. Rest in peace, Christian McCaffrey. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. But getting into the game... Uh, when you do not have Christian McCaffrey, we know what everything else Clayton's team is built upon, and it's it's not great right now. You're relying on Devontae Freeman and Kenny Galladay. When your best team, when your best player the past two three weeks is Elijah Moore, you might that might be a a, a sign you maybe start rebuilding. That just 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 saying, Joe Burrow's like fine again, young rebuilding piece. I feel like there's a trend here that Clayton should maybe try and take advantage of. Um. But as for Aaron, did you know, Aaron, I found this interesting. And this is a credit to your team. Did you know 122 points is your lowest point total on the year? I actually did not know that. Yeah, Uh, because I was like, oh, man, 122. Like, when's the last time Aaron scored that low? And I – You never did. (laughs) so (laughs) That's impressive. Yeah, so his lowest points total on the year, and you picked a hell of a guy to do it against. And I mean, he was carried by his usual crew, Austin Eckler, Devontae Adams, Deontay Johnson, what a pickup that's looking like. And I don't even know if you can use the eyeball emojis on this guy anymore. Darnell Mooney, man. Justin Fields, or I guess Andy Dalton this week, loves them some Darnell Mooney. I think they're realizing that Allen Robinson is trash. Allen Robinson looks up to Darnell Mooney. These days. Uh, so that's looking like a fantastic start. He was a great, great plug-in and start player. I imagine your team at full strength, Darnell Mooney probably doesn't get in there, but he's a hell of an option to have as he's starting to turn it on as the year goes on. Um, I do wanna, I I, I gotta I gotta address the elephant in the room though. Kyle Pitts. Um here here's his last five weeks. Four, five, ten nine three tight end number eight uh that is a number three overall pick in the rookie draft last year uh you have Ertz you started Goddard in your flex this week which I thought was an odd move um Giants is a pretty good matchup I suppose but Jalen Hurts just laid a dud so uh nobody really got going that game but um yeah, that, that that tight end spot. I think the tight end spot and the lack of like an explosive quarterback is really the only weakness, per se, and that's not even a weakness. Kirk Cousins does fine. Kyle Pitts is – anybody would like to have Kyle Pitts at this point. But I think those are really the only big weaknesses I see for Aaron going forward. Um, but saying all of that, saying those holes, you played Clayton. Congratulations. Aaron moves to 9-3. and three. Moves closer to a first round bye and wins one twenty two to seventy five.
1: Yeah, I mean, with a low point total like that for me, I was very lucky to be playing Clayton. Um, I kind of knew really anybody I threw out there, I had had a pretty good chance of winning against them. Just the state of his team at the moment, you know, Christian McCaffrey going down certainly helps my cause, uh, definitely. And the tight end position, man, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, I've been watching even the Atlanta games uh, just trying to understand what could be going on. And I don't think, I don't think it's pits. I just, I don't think Arthur Smith is game planning to force feed targets to pits. It's almost as if, if he's open, we'll get it to him. If not, then we're going to trust Olamide Zacchaeus and <laughs> Russell Gage and Cordell Patterson gets a lot of touches. You know, they they really run the offense mostly through him. Uh, and when Kyle Pitts does go vertical, he gets double-teamed a lot. So um, I'm gonna put a lot of blame on Matt Ryan, too, though. He's been looking pretty bad. Almost like, like almost like Atlanta's missing their number one receiver stop. all year or something. Yeah, that definitely doesn't help either. Mental health yeah, matters.
0: That,
1: um, <laughs> and the the Goddard and the flex. I got a little cute there because I I kind of knew I could
0: get away with it. I was sort of hoping. Oh, that that's Goddard mean. Would... That's mean. Don't say that. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's
1: true,
2: dude.
0: I, I got I, cute. I, I knew I could get
1: away with it. <laughs> I, I mean, I was really trying to go for the ceiling on that, though, is because Goddard just signed that huge contract. He was playing against the Giants. I mean, that's should be a smash play, and he gets one catch um t higgins i kind of know what i get with him uh he just so happens to go off for 23 i think that might have been his best week of the year um but i just you know i i, I didn't want to settle for a 10 i kind of wanted to try to go for a 20 and it backfired so
2: yeah like you said clayton hasn't scored over 100 points since week eight so that's it's been a while for him but i mean we talked about it a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think Aaron and Chris, both of you, had Christian McCaffrey as your number one running back for next year. Still feel that way? Yeah, guys, gonna be no. twenty-six. Two <laughs> yeah, straight seasons.
1: No. Of I, I'm I move JT into the number one.
2: Yeah, that's right, baby, that's right. Yeah, Christian yeah. McCaffrey. You hate to see it, but the team rode him too hard too early in his career, and I just I think he's done. I think he's gonna be a He's going to be a platoon running back. He'll be fine for flex and fantasy going forward, but he's not going to be top three, top five guy like he used to be. Yeah.
0: Hey Clayton, you know what? We love you, man. At least, hey Gronk had a good week, and I mean, you have you have plenty of guys injured, like Julio Jones and Chase Edmonds. Hey, at least you're kicking ass in my high school league, Ooh. man. He, he's doing great in my high school league. <laughs> well, there's
2: right. some. Yeah there's, there's yeah, there's. I know.
0: One. I know. Bright side, bright side. All right, let's let's move on from the roast here. Um, The next game we got, it was it was a big one in the in the Cadoba division, and of course, I'm talking about Steven and Mount Passmore coming into this one at six and five, taking on Stretch, who, by golly, he's been struggling lately. uh, Who is also coming into this one at six and five, battle for supremacy on that kind of that spot, I think, below me and Tim uh, in the Cadoba division.
2: Yep, the battle of the six and five teams both fighting for a playoff berth with Sneaky Don and even sneakier Zach still alive in the playoff hunt. Sneaky. Shout out tanking Zach. Um, yeah, one team was clearly better this week, and I'll give it up. You know, Stretch, he's been – it's been, what, four or five weeks now where his guys have been out, hurt. You know, he's missing Kyler Murray. He's missing Alvin Kamara. Mari Cooper got the COVID um and just nobody decided to play for him nobody decided to step up so you know mike evans had a classic mike evans game four points three catches for 16 yards that means next week he'll have four touchdowns and 50 points that's just mike evans for Against you Against
0: the falcons yeah he's gonna that's have just six touchdowns yeah
2: that's that's mike <laughs> evans for you. he'll, he'll come back um, he, he had to start Jimmy Garoppolo. Melvin Gordon, I think he, Melvin Gordon went down with an injury or maybe he was just banged up a little bit.
0: I, um, I, I, I He he went down for a little bit. He came back, but okay. I, I'm sure Zach knows it. And I'm sure the whole fantasy football world looks out for it. But I got a sleeper alert that said Melvin Gordon down. And it's like, oh, God. Yikes. Oh, God. It's Javante season, but it didn't happen. Uh,
2: and the last thing for stretch side is, Finally, I've been waiting literally all year for this. Debo goes down with an injury. He's going to miss a week or two. So I can finally <laughs> start Brandon Ayuk with confidence. I've only been waiting all year for that. Um, I shouldn't gloat. Injuries are serious. I hope he's. I hope his groin is much better. But, Stephen, uh, Holy Leonard
0: Fournette.
2: <laughs> that is 24 touches, four touchdowns, 44 points.
0: Colt wow, points. am I right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, Colts pain. defense,
1: woo. Pain, um,
0: Not,
2: not to rub it in or anything, but so the rest of Stevens' team, you know, had a solid, solid week outside of that. You know, if he didn't have a forty-point outburst, outburst, you know, he's not looking at the point total he put up. Uh, it was one forty-two to ninety-one, so that gives Steven the seven and five over stretch, going six and six. But, you know, Stephon Diggs, he's slowly kind of coming back into his own. He had a decent week. Um, wide receiver six on the year. Just had to look that up for reference because I feel like he's been, eh, all that's, year yeah, long. That's surprising
0: to me. <laughs>
2: yeah, wide receiver six on the year. Um, I, I've i been on Mike Williams for a month now. He's, he's over. He's trash. Uh, the surprising one was George Kittle. One catch for 13 yards. Debo is a de facto running back in this game, so the targets just didn't didn't go to Kittle. Again, not one I watched. Um, and then you know, nice to see a little tight end in the flex working out. Dalton Schultz got a late touchdown on Thanksgiving to save him there. But you know, some solid performances, a couple of head scratchers. Um, again, that the Ravens Browns game. Nick Chubb with five point nine points, eight carries. That I. Nick Chubb was healthy going into this game, right? Like, he wasn't.
0: Yeah, I don't think anything happened.
2: I wonder if, if in, a, in a fully healthy game, if this is the least amount of touches he's ever gotten in a game. It's got to be down there because that's just surprising to see. So, Stephen, you know, rides Leonard Fournette. You know, he's rounding into playoff Lenny maybe in the next couple of weeks. Oh, God, um, you're right. So, yeah. Oh, last thing, last thing. A.J. Brown on IR. That's another receiver Stephen wanted to lean on, lean on heavily. You know, he was a wide receiver one on the Titans last year was just awesome. He was PPR 12, wide receiver 12 last year, and that's just that's just going to miss. He's going to miss them uh, coming in the next couple weeks for playoff spots, and I think he's going to be out guaranteed the first week of the playoffs. Um, that's all I really got, yeah. Steven 7-5 and five. Um, per my calculations in my playoff brain. Solidifies a playoff spot. He is now two games and enough points ahead of Don and Zach. And that leaves Stretch at 6-6, and our only team currently in the playoffs who could fall out. He's only got a one-game lead over both Don and Zach with two games to go.
0: Oh, brother. Oh, man. We'll get into that later. Congrats, Steven. Playoff spot secured. Congrats for you, man. He didn't have the best start to the season, I remember. So, uh, congrats to him. I just wanted to say... It's really important to keep track of people who land on IR now because you're getting into like potentially season ending fantasy-wise IR mm-hmm. stuff. So uh that is that is something important to note. That's all I had, Aaron. Anything to add here? Nada. All right. Well, congrats to Steven moves to seven and five while stretch falls to six and six and is becoming uncomfortably close with Don and Zach for that final playoff spot we have one matchup left y'all know what that mean it was your game of the week ladies and gentlemen and we had tim and the mix administration coming in hot at seven and four, taking on the Zach team who was in at four and seven. And of course, Tim coming off the big win against Chris last week, ending his five-game winning streak, just pumpled him into the dirt. Meanwhile, Zach loving, admiring, embracing his role as the playoff, spoiler, coming off a nail-biter win against Steven last week. Tim came into this one a heavy favorite. What could possibly go wrong? Everything, especially this guy. Yes, and of course, this game came down to Monday night. It came down to a Seattle Seahawks receiver battle. That came in with a slight lead with Tyler Lockett, but Tim was right on his ass cheeks with DK Metcalf, which would be way more exciting in the beginning of the year, unless Russell Wilson, because he decided to suck butt now with a with a broken hand. Um and ultimately this this ended up as, as as a pretty big dud. Uh I think Lockett put up 14 points, 12 points, something like that. DK Metcalf had one catch in the fourth quarter. <laughs> um, it was an ugly game all around. And that ultimately gives Zach the W 130 to 114. Probably the shocker of the week. Zach knows he has to win out, The, the maybe the best tanking team, tanking team this league has ever seen. He knows he has to win out to make the playoffs, and dang it, he is trying his best. Take it down one of the Titans in Tim, and of course, Tim is immediately going to point out uh, DeAndre Swift and, and Darren Waller really ruined his turkey day. I feel bad for him. As I was watching these games, I was like, oh, Swift's out. That sucks. Ah, oh, Sucks for Tim. Oh, Waller's yeah, no. out. That sucks. Oh, that also sucks for Tim. <laughs> As I'm drinking my beer and crushing euchre with my mom, uh, I, I was feeling. I was feeling you, Tim. I was. I, I was feeling bad. I was feeling bad. Uh, so that really highlights his roster. But even outside of that, a lot of questions right now. Jamar Chase. Are we? Are we worried? He. He's really slowed down. La- last couple weeks, 7-13. Which I mean is a fine floor, I guess, but are are we yeah. are we hoping he goes back to those 20s?
2: I don't know that we'll see it, but I wouldn't count myself as worried if that makes sense. All
0: right. And then DK Metcalf, though.
2: Very worried. Bring back Geno Smith. Oh DK
0: Finch Metcalf the last uh three weeks. Seven, five, two. Wowza. Uh
2: yeah. I, Bring I mean, back Gino. Do know Smith was better than Russell Wilson right now?
0: Yeah, so you combine those with those two injuries, 114 points isn't super surprising. Uh, not even a Joe Mixon 32-point explosion could get him any, not anywhere close, but uh, to a respectable point total necessarily. And when it comes to Zach, he had the performance of a team with like an all-around good roster, which is something really strange for a tanking team. Only Jameson Crowder is in the defense is the only people that did not score in double digits. And you even had Hunter Renfro with 21 points, Javante William with 20 points. Everybody else scored under that, but that is a very solid performance for a quote-unquote tanking team, and 130-point total is not bad, and he's hot right now. He's won two straight. Playoffs are still looking kind of meh, but hey, he you don't want to play a hot team at the right wrong time of the year, right? So, um, again, Tim with lots of questions, Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, he's going to get Aaron Jones back, maybe not looking like the almighty Titan that he once was, and maybe we'll, we'll see, reflect that in the, in the power rankings. But at the end of the day, Tim is still a competitor. No question about that. Rough week, hoping to maybe get healthy this next week and really try to push towards that playoffs because he's already clinched it. So um, if anything, this really might have put a dent in his first round by hopes. Again, your final score was Tim, 114, Zach to 130. Tim, what? how are how we feeling, dog?
2: Yeah, after the Thanksgiving happened with some injuries and everything, I did my mental playoff calculations. And with points for being higher, I've essentially locked in my spot. And so I was able to rest easy. I did not even watch the Monday Night Football game. I just kind of accepted it, um, and I'm just happy that Javante Williams didn't go for 60 on me because I was really kind of expecting that. We talked about it last week. Game. I projected. I picked Zach because I just I, was, I had had a bad juju feeling about it. Um, but it's it's that time of the year. Uh, it's getting cold out, and I am happy to roster. I think the top two running backs in fantasy going forward, and Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon got some nice playoff matchups and they've just been rolling. Uh, so I, I'm going to be leaning on these guys. So
0: top two's bold statement. I think Eckler's up there. I think Najee's up there. I hate how I'm just naming Aaron's running back core right now, but you know, definitely at least top five. I'll give you that top five. Um, Aaron, anything to add here before we move on?
1: No, I think um, we kind of really covered it mostly. Um, I think the, Burning question for me will be just can Tim get his wide receiver core back to the, you know, top core that we've always thought it was and should be performing like, you know, with uh, D hop not being available. Obviously, that's the worst case scenario. Oh, not having come back Yeah,
2: not having. I forgot
0: he existed. Yeah. <laughs> not hey, having quick him out quick there. stat check.
2: Quick stat check. Uh, top four running backs on the year. Number one, Jonathan Taylor. Number two, Austin Eckler. Number three, Joe Mixon. Number four, Najee Harris. Oh, wow,
0: we are geniuses, boys.
2: N- knuckle bums for me and Aaron, rocking the top four running backs on the year,
0: and me for pointing them out. Yeah,
1: Woo. yeah, yeah.
0: Woo. Saquon Barkley. Hi, hi. Right.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think I think for yeah for Tim um, with. Championship aspirations. I think he's got to get them back to at least hitting floors every week. Um, but as far as his running backs, I agree. He's got to just lean on them to continue to produce, and I think they will, for sure. Yeah, I, tw- I, I, I think it was an anomaly this week with Jonathan Taylor. I don't know what the hell the Colts were were thinking, but I mean, an anomaly of nineteen point seven points. I'll take that. Well, yeah. I just mean his yep, one normal carry touches. in the third
0: quarter. One carry. Yeah. I was, watching, I was watching the game with uh, A.T., Austin Taylor, at Young Mantis. Go follow him. Um, but that drive we had in the fourth quarter, I'm just going to rant about the Colts for like 30 seconds. It's going to be 30 seconds. That drive we had in the fourth quarter where we handed the ball off to Jonathan Taylor like six times, he was gashing off like 10-yard runs and then finishes it with an eight-yard run. And
1: mm-hmm. we were like,
0: oh, the the offense is struggling in the third quarter. We don't know why. Because you gave Jonathan Taylor the ball one time. You give him the ball. You move the ball. Like it's, it's not hard top five offensive line now that we're healthy just freaking run it dude
2: run the damn ball God. i think that's what the the locals call unless
0: it. tim's playing me then carson wins suck all the penis you want so i'll say that <laughs> all right uh quick standings update before we move on to the all beloved power rankings when you look at the chipotle division both aaron and anthony win. so aaron moves to nine and three Anthony moves to seven and five. Aaron, notably, starting to really open up a, a lead on that points four. So that makes it kind of even harder for Anthony to try and get that first round by. And the rest of the AAA division, I mean, you have Hayden at two and ten, eight-game losing streak. I wonder if that comes to the end by the end of the year. He's going to ride it out to 11. We'll see. Uh, but he's rounding out at the bottom at five, at two and ten. Clayton at three and nine. And then Don grasping onto a playoff hope at five and seven. When you look at the Cadoba division, we continue to beat the hell out of each other. Uh <laughs> I I went against Don last week, so I moved to nine and three, moved closer to that first round bye. Steven and Tim are now tied at seven and five. And Steven has a 51 point advantage for the points four. So that might be significant. Come playoff seating. And then uh stretch at six and six with uh with a five and seven two game win streak, Zach breathing down his neck i'll say it now we might mention it later but actually let's just mention it later all the playoff scenarios we'll, we'll, we'll keep you waiting so uh those are your standings as it stands let's get into some power rankings
2: we've got week 13 power rankings let's go, yes let's go let's go closing in on the playoffs um And I got to say, this might be the most boring, stagnant power rankings to report on. Um, Things are really rounding out in this league. Ten, you got eight-game losing streak, Hayden and Country Roads. Take Mahomes.
0: Congrats, man. Congrats.
2: Nine, uh, you got Clayton in the Red Rocket with a CMC injury, you know, staying at nine, at least not on an eight-game losing streak. We'll give him that much. Eight, and I think maybe if we redid it, we might think differently, but eight, staying at eight, is Zach and cooking up more. I think oh. if I were to redo mine, I might swap eight and seven in mine.
0: That's so disrespectful.
2: Yep, and that means seven, Don, Team Don Perignon stays at seven, hanging in there, man, seven and eight, right? there, just, like, looking up at six, like, please let me have it. Uh, <laughs> six. Barely hanging on to a playoff seeds uh, stretch. in Super Camario, Uh, again, stagnant from last week. Five, Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth. I had him up at three, but in the consensus, he is at five and staying the same as last week again. Four, down two spots. Our first mover is in in the top four. The Mixon administration, I fall a couple of injuries looking a little questionable. We got to get healthy before the playoffs start, otherwise, it's over. Um, so I, I can respect the fall there. Three staying the same, Steven and Mount Passmore. Three hmm. last week, three okay. this week. Highest uh, score on the week last week. So put, I was interested to up see some what good point totals. Putting yeah, up some yeah. good point totals. Um, you can't really complain there. Two. Up one spot from last week. you were in a tie for third. He moves solely into second place. That is Chris and team Fairlife. And that leaves Aaron at number one. Let Russ cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats, Aaron. Keeps on scoring. Whatever.
1: Russell Wilson sucks.
0: Whatever. Russell Wilson does suck, by the way. Yes,
1: he does. The big
0: question I have, where did you guys have, and Tim, you'll have to look at mine, or maybe just look at all of ours. Where yeah, did where did people have um, Zach and Don? I'm interested to see what how that ranking is right now. Uh,
2: everybody had Zach at eight, and then really? Don was at seven for me and Aaron. And you had Don at six.
0: Okay, I know, I remember I, I I boosted Don just because of what I mentioned about that bench. Like if he just gets yeah, his lineup decisions right, if he gets it right, yeah. Jeez.
2: No, I I think if I were to redo it, I might swap Zach and Don. I think you know, I'll give Zach the heat sh- streak and playing spoiler. And now he's actually playing for spots. So we so didn't see that coming. That's
0: incredible. He's hot.
1: Right. Dude, Kirk Cousins in some ways is really saving my quarterback position. Since like week eight, he's the QB three. Yeah.
0: That's not something you want to say. Kirk Cousins is saving my quarterback position.
1: Yeah, it's kind of gross, but it's the truth. Hey,
0: he gets the job done. He gets the job lean done. Lean on who you got to lean on. That's right. All right, there are your power rankings this week. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they look like going into the playoffs because uh, I think that's going to be your your not official, but kind of official, like maybe who we think are the favorites going into the playoffs. So uh, keep tuning those. It'll be interesting to see how the last few weeks shake out. Obviously, no trade ring this week because um, the trade deadline has passed. Tim, what what happened, dog?
2: Trade deadline is come and gone. You know the trade ring has been hot all year long, getting plenty of use, a lot of battles. That's right. And we were just gearing up for like a hoot of a playoff, a, or a trade deadline, this league
0: WrestleMania, you know. <laughs>
2: We had, you know, Christian McCaffrey was out there. We had Dalvin Cook out there. We had Matt Stafford out there. We had a lot of good pieces on losing teams, tanking teams, and teams that are not looking to make the playoffs. And so I was just – I was honestly expecting fireworks. We got nothing. Like crickets chirping, like nothing. You know, I heard some rumors going around – uh, some people were talking. I was throwing some darts at the dartboard, but nothing materialized the week of the trade deadline, and it is over, gone. Uh, no more movement except for the waiver wire.
0: Yes, yes, trade deadline has come and gone. Now, you you mentioned the potential stuff that was out there. I will share mine if you guys share yours, but I, I was texting Clayton about Christian McCaffrey, and he was saying I've had like – 5 people asked me about him the last 24 hours. He was a hot commodity. Did you guys have any offers floating out there for him? Cuz obviously he goes and lands on IR probably out for the year. Um did you guys have any any offers floating for that? Did you did you dodge any bullets?
2: I threw out I threw out a couple of picks, but it was nothing that serious. I think I threw a first and a second. You know, I was kind of just testing the waters. I I was just like, "Oh, let's just see.
1: You never know." All right. Aaron So at the Colts game, actually, I was heavily buzzed talking to Clayton, and and we and we got on we got on the topic of CMC, and uh, dabbled. I love it, and I dabbled in it, and not formally whatsoever. Didn't pull the trigger on a trade offer to him, but I threw by him two firsts: Kareem Hunt and T. Higgins. Oh. Ooh, solid offer. And he, uh, he actually was like, you know, I think that's one of the better ones I've gotten. That's nice. I might Consider that.
0: Yeah. Dang. T. Higgins yeah. is young. Yeah. yeah. Dang. That's nice. Um. Yeah. I, I, I told you guys mine offline, but I'll, I'll do it here. Uh, 10 a.m. on the trade deadline. Texted him. I was like, hey, let's do this damn thing. Let's get let's get this over the line. I, I presented him with. Three first-round picks. Three firsts. Um, and he said, I'll think about it. Didn't negotiate. I was willing to go up to three first rounds, Jalen Hurts, and Ramondre Stevenson for Christian McCaffrey. And, um, wow, that
2: that's insane, a game ransom. Insane trade-offer that's just That would have crushed my team. That would have just you, you both. I'm sitting here with two guys who just matrixed
0: and dodged a bullet like coming (laughs) straight for
2: their faces.
0: Oh, God, that that tells you, man, that and I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, you know, Steven's out there, I'm sure Anthony's out there. That's like, I'm sure they had offers on the table too. Oh, yeah, Um, it is, it is win now season, baby. Uh, so this is this is to Anthony, Steven, and stretch, I guess, to a certain extent. Um, if you guys had offers, I want to hear him, dog. I want to hear him text me. Do something. I that'd be a fun little graphic to have on the social medias, right? I mean, just continuing to grill Clayton. I'm sorry, dude. This is this is the grill Clayton show. I don't want it to be. <laughs> we love you, man. We love you. All right. Um. Yeah. Lots of trade offers out there for McCaffrey, and we all dodge some bullets. Uh. We're gonna hope to dodge more injury bullets coming into week thirteen. Let's get into it. Nice. Week thirteen. 13 is here, boys. Week 13. It's, like, already here. I feel like it should be, like, week 3, not 13. I don't know where this came from. Season's flying by. It's almost over. I don't want to stop playing Dynasty, but that's why you play Dynasty. It's a year-long season, baby. Never stops. At Clayton. Hell yeah, baby. At Clayton. All right, anyway. <laughs> this... I was, God, I'm just roasting the crap. Leave out of
1: him place. alone. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Uh, like I said earlier, a lot of injuries this week. So we are definitely going to uh, highlight those as we continue on. Uh, we hope the Cardinals and the Chiefs had a great turkey day because you're coming back and playing football. Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, CH. I, I was going to say Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins, but they weren't playing football anyways. So Please come back. <laughs> so we're going to see if they even came back from the family dinner. Um, and we say goodbye to the Tennessee Titans, the Cleveland Browns, the Green Bay Packers, and the Carolina Panthers. Rough bye week. Lots of, lots of significant fantasy football players in there. Um, but let's not waste any more time. Let's just get into it. Big, big week. And the first game we are going to cover is a barn burner, ladies and gentlemen, that Aaron gets the pleasure of of trying to make entertaining. And yes, I am talking about Hayden and Country Roads Take Mahomes at 2 and 10, taking on the ferocious almighty Clayton and the Red Rocket at 3 and 9. Yeah, baby. Yes, sir. And I am officially
1: declaring it this year's Toilet Toilet Bowl, baby. Let's go. Let it commence. Hear that flush because these two titans of worst records <laughs> collide for an epic showdown. Uh, how bad is this matchup? Uh, well, Hayden has a 94% chance of victory as of this writing, according to Sleeper. Um, when you look at this matchup, you know, Clayton's team, Elijah Moore, pretty hot. The rest of the lineup is uh, not. (laughs) So it's going to be, I think, tough sledding for Clayton on multiple fronts here. Um, Devontae Freeman rolling him out again. You need him to score, get into the end zone for that to be uh, a fruitful start. Christian McCaffrey's now on IR. Kenny Galladay has not turned into anything i mean they're they're really
0: disappointing this year
1: yeah they're paying him 18 million a year to just suck (laughs) um (laughs) i'm glad the Bengals took
2: jamar chase over kenny galladay i'll say that
1: yeah yeah great move by them younger hotter
2: oh yeah we were right in the running for him but decided not to at last second so
1: anyway yeah big time move by the the bayou Bengals um Nelson Aguilar uh you know Cole Beasley the flexes Noah Fant has not been doing well I I don't know I this team I just it's gonna have a tough time again getting to 100 points Joe Burrow's nice love Joe Burrow um but just not a lot of horses in this race and starting the Jets defense I don't know about that one um when you got Caden on the other end, though. Patrick Holmes coming into his own. James Conner, solid start with Chase Edmonds still out. Jalen Waddle really coming into his own. We talked about him earlier. Friar Muth, the Muth of Luth. The Muth. Um, 11 points projected for him. Cooper Cup is back. Uh, Well, not back, but um, he's in his lineup and is going to be doing – Cooper cup things probably getting at least 20 points and that's a bad week for him. So yeah,
0: he had a disappointing 18.6 last week.
1: Yeah. Quietly too. Um, (laughs) just, you know, that's, that's a bad week for Cooper cup this year. So, uh, yeah, I just think Hayden's got way too much. Um, I do think that he finally breaks his streak of losses and will win this week.
0: Yeah, it's really confusing to me how he has we just talked about Jalen Waddle somehow wide receiver one right now. Cooper Cup, the Muse's been pretty good, James Connors resurgence, Pahomes. How is he on an eight game losing streak?
2: I'm thinking the same thing. Like uh, I said it earlier in the year, I didn't think he was that crazy. But you read his lineup, you read these guys and you're like, surely this is a good team. It's just it it'll be an interesting at the end of the year to go back and see it. Must have just been inconsistency or making the wrong guys in the wrong matchups.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm taking Hayden this 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 week. Uh, it was probably the easiest one for me. I keep I keep insulting Clayton in a way I don't mean to, um, but yeah, I just Cooper Cup and Jalen Waddles enough to do it for me.
2: Yeah, Hayden as well.
0: All right, uh, Aaron, I admire your effort to try to make that matchup as interesting as possible. Good for you. Good for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you, kind <laughs> sir.
0: We are going to go on to one that is much. More interesting, both teams have something to play for. And, yes, I'm talking about Don and Team Don Perignon coming off of a heartbreaking loss last week at 5-7, and seven, taking on an Anthony team and Team Uninspired Youth coming in at 7-5. and five.
2: Don in must-win mode. If there's a scenario uh, where if he loses, he's out of playoff contention. It's not guaranteed. depends on stretch. But Don in win now mode. That's right. And it is midnight on Wednesday, and we currently do not have Don's lineup. I'd like to actually – we talked about it earlier. Uh, we should probably go through there and be like, make his lineup for him. What would we play in his spots? Uh, obviously, Carson Wentz is going to have to get in there with Aaron Rodgers on bye. Gibson stays in there at running back because he's been a dog lately. For the love of God, play Elijah Mitchell. if you. He- He's healthy. He's matchup proof. The 49ers are just running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. And that's it. Um You like a bounce back game for Chris Godwin, you know, at Atlanta, Antonio Brown's still out with the ankle injury. You keep McLaurin in there. Tyler Higby has been a huge disappointment at tight end for him. Um, And then the fact that, you know, Marquise Brown in the slot looks, or in the flex looks good. And then, Brandon Cooks, I feel like after his hot start, he's been just kind of meh. So you know, do you know Don? If you're Don, do you play Cooks versus Indiana, or, or if Beckham's healthy, would you play him against Jacksonville and try to ha- chase a higher upside?
0: Um, brr, let's see, we ha- we have Elijah Mitchell in for Miles Sanders. Um, man, I'd probably go Odell. Uh, you know, I think I would too. Yeah, I think I would do
2: that. I, I mean, don has got to win, so like, take the upside. You, you just think that he's got to be able to put up, you know, potentially over 150 to keep up with Anthony. Anthony's all he's the second highest scorer on the year behind Aaron. So, now all of that was it without even mentioning Damian Harris, who's got a tough matchup against the Bills. But hey, That's we saw what Jonathan, at, yeah, we, we, we saw what Jonathan Taylor did against the Bills, so might not be what they once were. For Anthony, uh, currently 96% chance of victory because Don doesn't have his lineup yet. We'll see if he actually does it. Uh, why is Jackson. that a
1: question? Why, why do we always have to ask ourselves? <laughs> hey, is Don going to set his lineup?
2: I, if, if In the Constitution, man, if he doesn't set a lineup this week or any other week the rest of the year, he forfeits first-round pick, and he's got a bunch of those. So, yeah, I know.
0: Every league has um, that guy, I feel like. <laughs>
2: Okay, so we've I've got ever since I made my notes, Anthony's made some adjustments to his lineup. So let's uh, steamroll here. So we got <laughs> Jamal Williams is in there. Um, I like that. Swift is out this week, so that's a smash play against Minnesota. He's still got Darnell Anderson in there. He hasn't practiced. He's not looking good to play. It might be one of those where it comes down to a quote unquote game time decision. But they will likely give him a rest week against Jacksonville. They don't really need him. Um. Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lambs back from the concussion, Kelsey back off the bye, Cordero Patterson back in the flex spot, uh, but obviously we'll hop up there for Henderson if he's out, and then you know you can flex if you're Anthony, anyone of Devonta Smith, even even Dawson Knox I'd throw in there as a Dude, flex. He's how about a RB14, machine.
0: Miles Gaskin?
2: Miles Gaskin is resurgent second half of his career, or <laughs> Second half of his year, uh, <laughs> running back fourteen on the year Miles Gaskin, after a you know disastrous start to the season, it felt like. Um, so, I am going out on a limb here, and I'm going to select Don mm. back against the wall. I don't know if it's just me wanting to hear a Cinderella see a Cinderella story or what's going on here, but I'm just gonna ride with Don one more time in my Pickums and hope that he can get it done and start a lineup.
0: I am sorry to crush you because I ain't taking Anthony, and I think this is the best his team has looked since Derrick Henry's gone down. Um, especially if, if once you put Jamal Williams in there, who's as sleeper has in their headline prepared to carry the load. So mm. that's something you like to see. Um, I, I think Anthony, I think Anthony cruises this week, gets his dogs back. I think he cruises. I'm going Anthony. Sends Dawn to the uh, abyss.
1: I think I'm also going to go Anthony as well for a lot of the same reasons you guys already mentioned.
0: And there you go. One for Don, two for Anthony. Anthony looking to put the final nail in Don's 2021 fantasy football. Whoa. You always have something to play for in this league, which that's good. But uh, final nail in his winning bracket. Hopes. We are going to go on to the next matchup. And I am so conflicted with this one. And yes, I'm talking about a battle in the Cadoba Division. It is Tim in the Mix administration at seven and five, taking on Stretch. And currently Matt Ryan sucks. Should probably change his name back to Super Camario. Super frustrating as a social media guy. Just freaking pick a name. Anyway, Stretch at 6 and 6. Both teams coming off of L. Um, if you noticed, I did not play the celebration music during stretch's review when he lost last week. So I genuinely felt bad for the guy. All of his horses are just dying. Kyler down, Camara down, Cooper was out. Um, he should be getting his dogs back this week, though. Kyler, hopeful to play. You gotta think after the bye. Come on, man. Time to, time to start, you know, ensuring you fight for that first round bye. Uh Camara, hopefully coming back this week. He's been limited, um, and he's questionable for Thursday. So we'll see what that what he looks like. And Amari Cooper, I've seen reports that they're expected to play. I've seen reports he's going to be out this week. I don't freaking know. Mm-hmm. Um, but assuming all of those three guys are back, and according to sleeper projections, they think that they are, um, Tim has a 67% chance of victory. Um, but despite me saying all of those guys, stretches flex spots still leave you a lot of wanting. Van Jefferson, I feel like he is slowly going to just – decline as odell beckham inclines that's just me uh i just feel like odell beckham's the more talented guy maybe he's in la next to all of his celebrity friends so he's gonna be happier and play better who knows but uh van jefferson maybe he'll prove me wrong we'll see um and then jerry judy ever since he's come back i mean his his totals have been four ten twelve seven so he's not doing anything that really gives you much confidence And when you are taking on a Tim team with, he mentioned last week, Jonathan Taylor, or last week, last segment, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon. Um, Just those two guys right there are enough to, you know, be Clayton, at least. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh, man, I can't stop. I can't stop. Um, Clayton's not going to be friends with us after this. Maybe that'll be the the title of this episode, just the... The Clayton Roast episode. Clayton don't
2: listen to this episode. That's the title.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Um, but yeah, so despite that, you know, we talked about the concerns around Jamar Chase, around DK Metcalf. Can those guys get back on the get back on the get on the train to goodness? Um, we're gonna see if DeAndre Hopkins comes back this week. Brandon Ayuk, though, has been sneaky good. Sneaky good, and he gets to take advantage of Debo Samuel being out for stretch. Uh, and then Tim plugs Brandon Ayuk and goes right at his throat. I think he's going to have a great game against a very exploitable Seattle defense. Look out for Thursday night football. This 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 matchup will have a lot of clues to how it goes. With Tim, you have uh, Dak Prescott on Thursday night, and with uh, Stretch, you have Alvin Kamara and Amari Cooper on Thursday night. So it'll be interesting to see how those guys do. Should give you a pretty good preview for Sunday. I am going with tim here because i think debo samuel being out for stretch um we're gonna really be seeing how much he was leaning on him the past i was about to say three four weeks but really the whole season so um i think that's going to be a little too much for him to overcome obviously tim's gonna have to overcome the darren waller injury the deandre swift injury aaron jones on by may he have a sneaky start with sony michelle against a very exploitable Jacksonville. Uh, defense if Darnell Anderson is out we'll see so that might be something to look out for but he has all those options and stretch just does not so I'm taking Tim here to win and stay on my butt for the first round pick and potentially set up a thrilling week 14 matchup that we will get into later I'm going Tim
2: I just switched my pick to me as well I first I wasn't feeling so good Mr. Stark but now I am um
0: i it took per- me a second to figure out what you did there I was like what
2: <laughs> oh I am absolutely ter- I truthfully am terrified this week of Mike Evans I really think he's got a good chance to get his four touchdown game um so eyes on that I you know Camara still limited questionable Ingram's back Cooper still dealing with COVID symptoms like he might he's not uh, contagious anymore. So he technically can play, but I mean, you see it with stars across the league, you know, Joel Embiid in the NBA to some other NFL guys who are struggling to breathe, struggling to catch their breath, just not a hundred percent. no Debo. I you, you switch me with, you know, some of those and then just the flex spots. While well, I'm very, very tempted to get cute with Sony Michelle. I haven't seen it, so I don't think I'd be able to. Because honestly, looking at my lineup, Sony Michelle would have to go in over DK Metcalf. And while DK Metcalf has been DK Metcalf, which isn't terrible, lately, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's tempting. I'll I'll give it that, but I don't think I can do it. Um, not not against not in this matchup.
0: So you're taking you to be clear.
1: Yep, I'm taking me.
0: All right, Aaron, who you got?
1: I'm taking stretch
0: uh for two reasons. One
1: for a pick'em's, you know, advantage. And then number two, stretch is due for a week where he wins and it doesn't make sense. We we picked don't stretch last week
0: because we thought it was just it it's just a stretch week written all over it, and he lost. So maybe he's due this week. I don't know. I, I could see
1: Kamara coming off of his injury. He just surprises us all, gets like a 40. And then Kyler coming up on Sunday against the bears comes back and gets like a 30 to 40. I could see it. And then you got Mike Evans potentially popping off and then that's all he needs to ride in for a win. I just think it doesn't make sense because they you know, typically people coming off injuries, they'd be slow getting back, but it's stretch. So I think maybe he's got some magic. It's it's fair. I was just checking. The stretch has scored
2: 174 and 178 this year. So, like, he's got the dudes to pop. It's just I don't know that Kamara is going to play. Um, and I've said it before. I'm, I'm really just going to be leaning on Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon uh, heading into the playoffs here to just carry my team.
0: I've decided I want Tim to win. <laughs> I'll split you, because Tim. I want Tim to win to beat Stretch because me and Stretch just don't get along. But I also want Stretch to beat Tim so I can secure the first round bye. I'll split. I want Tim to win, a because Stretch sucks, and b I I'm kind of scared what Stretch's team could be if he gets healthy going into the playoffs. He could be that guy you we don't want to play. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, get Zach yeah. in the
2: playoffs.
1: Hey Tim, real quick. Other. Yeah, <laughs> quick question. What's your panic level on Dak Prescott? Are you panicked at all, or do you think he'll get it together? Oh,
2: I think he's fine. I mean, CD's back this week. He didn't have Cooper. He didn't have his guys last week and still got 30. He had the one off week against the Chiefs. Um, but aside from that, he's just been, you know, Mr. Consistent right around 30 all year long. Um. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's tempting to say a little bit this week against New Orleans because if it's only – cd lamb back then you know we've talked about it marshawn Lattimore is going to shut him down and he's again going to be thrown to his backup guys but with cooper and cd's projected currently to be out there i think that he'll have a fine week
0: that's good that's and good
2: mr fourth quarter Dak prescott that is most of his points are coming in the fourth quarter but i'm not going to complain
0: yeah. Hey, they're coming. Same with Jalen Hurts, same with Josh Allen. I am very familiar with how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, so you had two for Tim on that matchup and one for Stretch. Aaron just, Aaron thinks he's due. Aaron thinks he's due for a Stretch week. So we're going to move on to the next matchup. You got your boy, Chris, and Team Fairlife coming in at 9-3, and three, taking on a red-hot, out of nowhere, Zach <laughs> Five and seven, two straight wins, and cooking up Mo.
1: And as it currently stands, Chris and Team Fairlife with the 71% chance of victory, projected points of 140. And honestly, Chris, I love you, man, but I really hope Zach wins this week. (laughs) I really do. I so hope that he does, and I think... Uh, He's got a decent chance at being competitive. I think I ended up taking you uh, because I think you just have enough consistency to weather the storm. But, damn, Matthew Stafford against Jacksonville, that's pretty hot. Um, You've got Javante Williams on Sunday night. It would be kind of cool if he just got 25 totes (laughs) against Kansas City, just comes in, gets maybe a couple tutties. Ooh, I mean that would be, 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 be cool a... just not this week. Hunter Renfro against Washington. Oh man, and then a random Rondale Moore 30 game.
2: We got a return of the Moore.
1: Yeah. You know I mean? Little Mark Andrews 15 con- Mr. Consistency right there. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it could happen, but when you look at your team and, you know, you just start with Josh Allen Monday night football. Thank you. You're going to need him once again to get a 30. Uh, and I think he can deliver even against a tough defense. That is New England. Uh, Zeke. I'm a little nervous about Zeke. Uh, there have been a lot of reports saying yeah, that they're going to probably. What's
0: going on there?
1: <laughs> yeah. A lot of reports saying they're going to kind of hold him back a little bit, trying to get him fresh for the playoffs. So does that mean 50-50 split with Pollard? I don't know. You got the owner whipping it out and landing it on
0: the table saying,
2: actually, Zeke's going to have his full workload. Reporters
0: are like, yeah, I think they're going to arrest him for the playoff run. That's pretty smart, you know? Jerry Jones like, no, you're not.
2: (laughs) Get get us in your head. If it were me, honest to goodness right now, I think you've got that first round locked up on points four over me and Steven. I would want Zeke to sit for two weeks if it took it just to get healthy for our playoff sake. Because if he's got a bum knee, you know, there's a high risk of injury. And then it's just you know lowers the potential. I feel like heading into the playoffs. So like, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I would say that if I had somebody capable of replacing him, um, <laughs> my like current Saquon Barkley. Well, he's already in my starting lineup. I mean, I have like Devonte Booker, Kenyon Drake, Ty Johnson, Kittle, Herbert, yeah. Ramondre Stevenson. So
1: how dare you, Chris? You have the undisputed, no doubt about I'm sorry, it. Sorry, I
0: forgot. I forgot. Kenyon Drake and Kenyon Drake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, but then when you kind of look at your other, you know, pieces of your lineup, Michael Pittman against Houston, that's, that's looking real nice. Um, Keenan Allen will be consistent for you. Won't blow the top off of anything, but I don't think he'll bust. Uh, Devontae Parker and your flex is gross. That's, that's a little
0: gross. Thanks but... Antonio Brown. <laughs>
1: But I think, you know, you're going to get enough of a floor and maybe some pop with Allen. Potentially, Saquon has a pretty good game in Miami um, to to get the win. I don't think you're going to blow out Zach. I think Zach will give you a run for his money. But uh, I think you do come away victorious. I am
2: riding the magic, a hot hand, this playoff spoiler himself. I'm picking Zach in this matchup. I think we went all that, all the preview. I don't even know if we mentioned Alexander Madison. Yes, Cook is out, but Madison's got a juicy matchup uh, at Detroit. I think they could just run him and just, I mean, I think Zach's got a lot of plus matchups. Sneakily missing DJ Moore, Chris. I know he's kind of been not as, not what you would expect, but he's still wide receiver 13 on the year. Um, I think Zach's just got the mojo, the magic right now. The Rams are really pushing for a win, so they're going to have to ride Stafford.
1: So I don't know. I'm going with Zach here.
0: I just I completely
1: missed Madison. Yeah,
0: that's huge. I just switched my pick. Oh, I think I could see Zach winning. That that Javante Williams on Sunday Night Football is just poetic. Like I can I can see me. Let's see, mm-hmm. do I have any, like, Monday or Sunday night games? Okay, I got Josh out on Monday night, so no matter what, I'm not going to be out of it, even if I'm down by, like, 50. You never know. But um, I could just see me, like, you know, with, like, a 60-point lead going into Sunday night and Javante just going for 35. I can I can just see it. It's That's just too poetic, man. It's too poetic. Um So, yeah, I'm actually picking Zach as well. Uh, I have a lot of bad matchups, a lot of bad matchups that I looked at. Even David Montgomery against Arizona, their defense has been really good. I'm just – a lot of bad juju this week. Uh, I'm picking Zach as well, and I hope I am wrong. So, two picks for Zach, one pick for Chris. This pod thinks Zach's magic is going to continue. Oh, brother. Gosh. Um, I'll say it now because yeah. So I'll say it now. Um, if and if 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 it goes the way of the pod, if Zach beats me, and Stretch loses to Tim, that sets up a win and you're in Week 14 matchup between Stretch and Zach. Oh, brother.
2: That would be fun to watch.
0: That would be awesome. That's a that's a league get together kind of Sunday. That is, that's awesome. So I I think all common folk, all neutrals are going to be rooting for that one. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. According to this podcast, it's going to happen, and the pickums. So uh, definitely keep your eyes on those two. But we got one matchup left, and you know what that means? It is your. Match up to watch. And while there might not be as much on the line tangibly in this matchup, you have, this is going to be a fantastic barometer of where these two teams are heading into crunch time. And yes, I'm talking about the top of the Chipotle division, Aaron and let Russ cook at nine and three. We get a cross divisional. He enters back into the mighty ferocious Cadoba division and he takes on a hot Steven team at seven and five Mount Passmore coming off a big win last week. The biggest win, actually highest score on the week.
2: We do indeed have a good one here. That is Aaron uh, trying to win and secure officially the first round by and Steven trying to win and surround by in the Qdoba division and um, both these playoff teams, guys, and Aaron currently rocking a 54% chance of victory. It's going to be a tight one. Like we can look up and down the matchups here. It's going to be a tight one. We're going to start off on Aaron's side, um, 54% chance of victory. Start with Kirk Cousins at Detroit, where I think they're going to lean on the ground game a lot. Austin Eckler at Cincinnati, where Najee was just held to six fantasy points. Najee with a touch a tough Baltimore matchup. Deontay Johnson there as well. Tyreek Hill comes back. Denver has been a sneaky good defensive secondary. Patrick Sertan, if it weren't for Micah Parsons, would probably be rookie of the, uh, defensive rookie of the year. And I, you know, I spy with my little eye uh, one Kyle Pitts on the bench.
0: Oh, he did it! Oh,
2: the, the, we're rocking the, 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 the fancy toys on the bench. <laughs> Zach Ertz off the waiver wire a few weeks ago. Just put up a monster number before their bye, um, with Arizona getting or, yeah, Arizona getting some pieces back. Uh, Darnell Moody, he
0: said, Get your six foot six, 246 pound ass on that bench, Kyle. Uh, Yeah,
2: (laughs) Kyle Kyle Pitts. I think that was a wave to see in the offseason, man. You're not playing in the playoffs. your two flex spots look good. I mean, Darnell Mooney's hot with Andy Dalton out there. I'm not sure. Is, is does is Fields supposed to be back or is it still gonna be Dalton? Does anybody know? He's he's
1: practicing, no
2: yeah. idea. Okay. So we'll see how that how that works out. And then right in the Higgins for the hot hand, trying to catch a little bit of wind in the sails. Um, that's that's not a bad thing there. You're missing Devontae Adams, which sticks out a little bit. Um, obviously, you know, wide receiver four on the year. Um, Kareem Hunt. It was coming back off his you know, calf injury. He looked pretty decent. So not much there. Um, and then on Steven's side, I think there's a lot more plus matchups. We, I've talked, you know, Tom Brady at Atlanta, Leonard Fournette at Atlanta. That's just, you know, the Bucks should just roll. It should be like when they played the Bears and they scored like 50 in the first half. James Robinson currently questionable for Steven. Uh, limited practice. Typically on a Wednesday, that's Okay. Um and then just Stefan Diggs got a tough one there, I guess. But uh George Kittle, you know, Seattle's defense is bleh. Uh Clyde Edwards layer getting back in the starting lineup for Steven. Let's see, you know, kind of what he's all about and if he can rely if if Steven can rely on CEH in the playoffs, that's huge for his team. That'd
0: be huge, yeah. That
2: that locks up a flex spot that he just he hasn't had lockup all year long. As evidenced by Christian or yeah, Christian Kirk in a flex spot with a few of his guys on by Nick Chubb, uh AJ Dillon, Jarvis Landry. Um, so not exactly a full strength lineup for Steven um with some of those guys on by. But you know, just watch out for some of those high end matchups. I I'm rocking uh oh wait, I said all that nice things about Steven's lineup, but I'm actually gonna pick Aaron for the pick'em spread. <laughs> so don't hate me for all that. But I'm just I'm just shooting for the pick'ems.
0: <laughs> I am picking Aaron as well. This actually reminds me a lot of the mine matchup with Zach. I feel like Aaron has the better players. Zach uh Steven has the better matchups. Um, but I think Aaron's players are have a higher ceiling than mine do. So I think they'll they're more likely to be okay. So I'm going with Aaron here.
1: Okay, just switching what you had in our pick 'em sheet.
0: Did I have Steven? You did. Oh, I'm just pick- I'm switching everywhere, jeez. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> change that for me. I'm going Aaron.
1: Right on, man. I am picking Steven. Uh I think the reason being is I'm just scared to death of his ability to get 170 and without Devonte in my lineup, I think that uh inhibits my ability to do that. I think I'm more so like a 130 to 140 team. And then Devontae could really help me to get up to those higher numbers if things go well. And then I'm just so confused with my tight end spot. I At this point, can I just get five points? That would be cool. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> no idea there. But uh, I think, yeah, the matchups – They're just too good on Steven's side. Playoff Lenny, I think, is already in full force. So I'm going to roll with Steven. And I probably have to wait another week to lock up the first
0: round bye. And there you have it, your Week 13 preview. Lots on the line. If you are a neutral, you're probably really rooting for Tim. You're really rooting for Zach. Uh, You're rooting for... Dawn in all likelihood or Anthony, if you want to keep that pressure on Aaron for that first round by, uh, lots to look forward to lots to keep track of for the neutrals and we'll just be sweating our asses off, uh, watching all of it happen. So let's wrap this, let's wrap this shindig up. Nice. As always, you can find us on the podcast platforms that matter, Spotify and Apple music. Um, speaking of Spotify, did you got, did you boys get your wraps today? Did you get get the Spotify oh, yeah. wrapped,
2: Spotify wrap time of year.
0: That's like my favorite day of the year. Um, I had a tweet that went like micro famous, is what I call it. It got like nine likes or something crazy. Um, <laughs> that was like, hey, the don't believe people when they tell you that they don't believe your Spotify wrapped or they don't care because they're the same people that probably don't care about puppies. So share your Spotify wrapped. We all care about it. We all love them. Mine was out, and it's awesome. Anyway, enough Spotify rap talk. Uh, as always, uh, comment, subscribe, share us with your friends, give us give us a nice little rating. But the best thing you can do is just um, the, the the like button is probably electronic, so just pour like bleach on it and just like wreck it and make some sparks. Yeah, cause that's what happens when you press the like button. Sparks fly.
2: Yeah, be careful. If you press it, you know, that computer might catch on fire.
0: More sparks than your first kiss. My first kiss was awkward as balls. I remember that. That's a a story for another Too much CTE, dude.
2: I don't have a memory like that. (laughs) CTE. (laughs) Yeah, you give the like button some CTE with a nice little stomp on it.
0: Yeah, give me a C. I'm just kidding. On that like button, baby. Just click the like button you could do that if you if you want to be lame if you want to be lame um follow us Instagram Twitter that's been picking up lately uh, obviously with the playoffs happening we got memes we got everything and just wrecking everybody in the league nobody's safe including Clayton but we have the podcast for that so follow us there on this league underscore pod gentlemen I I think I'm done Thanksgiving was good you guys have a good Thanksgiving
1: yeah, the food oh, yeah. is great. The football was awful, but. Did you guys you have know, your mac and cheese? Nah, no. no mac and cheese. No, boo. Late. Mac and cheese, not, not Thanksgiving side. Mac and cheese for Christmas.
0: All right, before before things get violent, I'm gonna sign off because you trash a mac and cheese. I'm Chris Mitch. I'm signing off. Love you guys.
2: It's late. Go to ne- go to bed. Peace.
1: Yeah, I'm going to bed. Go on, get.
0: will be the Hey, you sexy. If you have listened all the way to this part of the podcast, first of all, thank you. We genuinely appreciate any listens that we get. Um, And if you are a veteran of this podcast, you would know that there are typically some nice bloopers at the end of episodes for you. And I wanted to preface this one because it's one of my all-time favorites. Aaron stopped us midway through the pod and asked if we could get a toilet drop. So you are about to hear the experience That Aaron and I went through trying to find a good toilet, like a flushing toilet drop. And, oh my God, some of these sounds that are about to enter your ear holes. (laughs) Enjoy this one. As always, love you guys. Oh, gross. I don't know (laughs) if I like that one. (laughs) That was nasty. (laughs)
1: Dude, that sounded like diarrhea. (laughs) That's even worse.
0: (laughs) It's funny because I can't see your face right now because of the internet, so I'm just hearing you in my ears. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's liquidy. (laughs) These are so gross. (laughs)
1: Okay. Did you look up people shitting? No.
0: <laughs> I just looked at a toilet flush sound effects. <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying to find one that aren't like
1: the end was like a liquid <laughs> fart. <laughs>
0: First sounds i've ever okay we're just gonna go with this is the most popular one not liberty mutual swinging to savings with liberty mutual liberty, and liberty you are missing Litte, some liberty. serious poops okay i feel okay, like that's that bad. one sounds okay okay back to play football but they weren't anyways so Please. <laughs> but they get to come back and we say goodbye Jeez. wait wait hey hey hold on can you
1: real quick before mine comes up did
0: you just try to clap hang on i was yeah. like what are
1: you doing That's i tried to stop out.
0: it like you do okay sorry go ahead